This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It's time for Prop or Flop, where Joe Ostrowski breaks down tonight's pro basketball action. Where can you make money on player props tonight? Joe O answers now on Prop or Flop on BetQL Daily. With Ryan Horvat here, BetQLDailyRadio.com app 1430, the bet in Denver. You can watch us, radio.com slash BetQL-Daily. Subscribe to the pod, leave us five stars, tell a friend as well. Ryan Horvat, uh, when you bet the NBA, um, are you more sides totals or do you take a look at player props? Because uh, this year I, I've been really diving in on player props. As long as you you have time to stay up on the news and there's a lot. It can get very frustrating day to day. Like late in the afternoon, you have to go back and check and make sure um, everyone is playing that you think is going to be playing. But uh, are you more sides totals to props? You know, this season has been a little bit different where I've been playing more props than sides and totals. And Me that's too. because of what you just said. I mean, sometimes you're getting information 90 minutes, 60 minutes before tip off. You know, maybe somebody's not going to play. You know, maybe Kevin Durant's going to be in the COVID protocol for the third time. You're not going to see him for a week. So betting the NBA has been tough. I've been playing a lot of props. Uh, the market is starting to catch up. There was a while there where I was playing Dante DiVincenzo over one and a half three point makes. I was hitting those early night. in the year. Every <laughs> night, man. Every single yeah. night. Uh, another guy that's made me a lot of money this season so far has been Joel Embiid. Uh, when he's healthy, when he's right, and when he's on the floor, I love his player props. I've been taking a lot of overs on his point total. I'm probably going back to the well again tonight. But, yeah, I've been finding most of my value this season on props, whereas, you know, the last couple of years I didn't play a whole lot of props. That's changed. Um, you know, obviously at all sports, the last year I pl- probably played more props in the NFL. Um, and then, again, NBA, even Major League Baseball. I was playing some props last season where – you know, I used to be all about the sides and the totals. I used to stay away from the futures. Everything's really changed for me, thanks to uh, you know our friends over at PointsBet and just having all this access on my cell phone. There you go. Yeah, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Okay, so we're going to go over the entire NBA card. We're going to try to squeeze this in, and then uh, we'll get into some college basketball in about 15 minutes with Eli. So in the NBA tonight, Ryan, we have seven games. Let's start with Brooklyn and Detroit. The Nets are favored by six on the road. Total of 229 and the hook. Kevin Durant out once again. Nash is saying maybe he can come back by Friday. But uh, where I've been going with Brooklyn, I look one place and our regular listeners know exactly what, what I'm talking about right here. And I've been jumping on James Harden assists because he has been killing the over 
time and time again. And you look at this number here, and what are we at here? We're at 10 and a half, and it's not a juice 10 and a half. Now, apparently it was juice last night, but uh, maybe there's some uh, money coming in on the under here. It is uh, no longer juice. Now, his last game out against Philly, he did have 10. But prior to that, he kept smashing it 12, 14, 11, 15, um, 11, 11, 12, 12, 14. I'm going to look at Harden over. Uh, my only hesitation is, is this going to be a game and is he going to play the entire fourth quarter? No, you know what? I'm with you. Um, James Harden really since coming over to Brooklyn has been more of a facilitator. He's been more of the James Harden that we saw in Oklahoma City where he was coming off the bench. Now, he still scores. He still plays a lot of iso ball, but he's yeah. really deferred to Kyrie Irving, where Irving, especially in the fourth quarter, kind of becomes the closer and looks to score a little bit more. So I love that prop. I was looking at that one as well. Um, now, this game, as far as the side, something's off here. So Brooklyn opened up nine-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm seeing 65% of the money, or I'm sorry, 65% of the bets right now coming in on Brooklyn. Yet the side, they've went down three full points. It's now six and a half. I'm going to be honest, Joe. I kind of, I still like Brooklyn. Now, Kyrie Irving's probable. Uh, you mentioned Kevin Durant's out, so I'm guessing that's why maybe some money is coming in on Detroit. But Detroit's a mess right now. They're trading Derrick Rose. Uh, he's no longer with the team. He's reuniting with Tom Thibodeau for what seems like the 15th time now in New York. Um, if anything, I kind of like Brooklyn tonight. I like that James Harden over on the assists as far as props go. I think that's all I really do like. And as far as the total goes, I kind of like uh, the under in this game as well. Opened up 232, all the way down now 229. You know, different books, obviously going to have different totals, but um, 68% of the bets coming in on the under tonight. When one of these stars is out, I'll take a look at Joe Harris because sometimes we can find some value there with his threes. But right now I'm seeing it at a juice two and a half at a juice, like way juiced at that number. I'm not interested, but just just something I uh, like to take a look at Houston, New Orleans. How about there? We've got uh, the Rockets and the Pels uh, Rockets playing in a back to back games. Third and four nights. Pelicans are favored by six total of 226 and a half uh, last time wood and zion faced off the uh, rookie wood scored 27 and zion scored 26 i don't see any wood props up yet um but you know for rebounds a lot of times i, I like to attack houston the thing is is like zion's been very inconsistent you, you hear zion you would think oh he's getting seven eight ten boards a night not the case at all no, not the case at all. And, um, you know, Houston, I've been having pretty good success back in Houston. I actually played the side in this game, and I'm going to roll with New Orleans. Um, I'll probably take the points. I actually hammered the money line, which is something that I probably wouldn't recommend, but I did it last <laughs> night. I just saw, you know, when you look at the Rockets, they're 2-8 and eight against the spread in their last 10 games on the road when they're facing a team at home with a winning record. So they just struggle on the road. Um, so I'm actually going to, I'm going to go with the Pelicans. They've been really disappointing. Zion's been a little disappointing, uh, early on in the season. Yeah. I was playing a lot of Brandon Ingram totals, uh, or a lot of props over on the points. He's obviously looking to score a whole lot. Uh, I like the Pelicans tonight in this one. Something to keep in mind, the uh, Pelicans continue to give up the most threes in the NBA, 15.5 per game. And then the Rockets give up the most rebounds in the NBA to their opposition, 57.6 
rebounds per game. Uh, we'll let you know what I'm thinking when we get to our lightning bets. How about the Knicks and the Heat? Knicks and the Heat. Uh, Knicks playing their third game in four days. Uh, Julius Randle, if you've been uh, playing him, a lot of his overs have been coming through. Bam, last 10 games, he's averaging 21 and a half points for the Heat. Duncan Robinson getting it done. It's all about with the Heat. It's like, okay, when are they all finally going to get healthy? The Heat give up a ton of threes every night. The problem is the Knicks don't make any. That That's the big issue there, so I don't really find anything too appealing. I, I've got no interest in this game. How about you? Yeah, you know what? This is one of the few props that I played for the night, and I played it right away. Joel Embiid over 28 and a half points. Uh, saw that early on points bet and hit it right away. Obviously, that's a big Embiid. number. Yeah, Embiid. Um, are you talking about the New well, I'm York? I'm talking game? Knicks Heat. Oh, Knicks Heat. No, I actually, I actually <laughs> like, I like nothing in this game. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I Philly, I'm losing my mind here. No, I don't really like anything. You know, I saw on the message board, I'm with you. Like, that's the problem with New York is I'm looking at who's going to hit threes for the Knicks. Is it going to be Julius Randle? Just because, I mean, that's, that's your highest usage player right there. Other than that, you know, I, I don't really trust anybody on that roster. Uh, so I'm with you. I'm staying away from this. I've been staying away from Miami all season long. I mean, Miami, they had no time. Why, to prepare why are they favored by six and a half? No clue. If anything, I may like uh, New York to cover the spread. Um, right. But, but again, like if you look at this, you know, Miami, they had no time really to prepare for this season. They were just playing in the NBA finals. What? 55 days ago, like two months ago. Um, they've been beat up all season long. Jimmy Butler had a case of COVID-19 where he lost 12 pounds. They've had injuries. Tyler Harrow's now missing time. I don't like anything in this game. This is a stay away from me. Our resident Knicks expert, Dylan Burns, he's like, come on, Duncan Robinson threes. Well, you've got to hit four, though, for that to come through. And maybe it could. There's no juice there. And he's hitting uh, 3.4 threes per game. I think he's uh, 40% from out there. So maybe, yeah, you could look at Duncan Robinson, but he's got to get four uh, for you to win that bet. Warriors and the Spurs are going to do this uh, this one again. This is the matchup we saw last night. So obviously both teams in a back-to-back. They're both uh, playing their third game in four nights, you know what's been a, a hot prop that just keeps rolling, and I think I'm going to keep betting it. Draymond assists. Draymond yeah. assists. I think last night he finished with 10. Uh, two games before that, he finished with 15 in each contest. As long as it isn't crazy juiced, I, I think you've got to look at Draymond assists. Those have been getting home very early, and DeRozan's doing everything for the Spurs. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you there. Uh, I was, you know what I was doing for a while is Draymond's point total was set so low, obviously with him only averaging six points per game. So I was hammering the over every single night. Um, I've went away from that. He's not looking to score the basketball. I love the assists and even the rebounds, or if you could do the assists and the rebounds together, obviously that's always nice as well. But with the points, there was a night where I had Draymond over six points and it was heavily juiced. I want to say minus 130. He scored five in the first quarter, didn't score the rest of the game despite playing every single minute. I don't think he sat the rest of the night and he didn't even look to shoot the rest of the night. Um, you know what? Be, uh, honestly, on this one, I'm back in the Warriors. Uh, I got them plus one and a half. They're coming off a five-point loss to the Spurs last night. I was also on Golden State last night. It was a terrible beat, actually. Anybody that had Golden State last night. uh, Inbound pass comes into Draymond. He hoists what was like almost a half quarter, misses it. They don't cover the spread. They were three-and-a-half-point dogs. Spurs end up winning by five. I just, you know, if you look at it, even with that victory last night, 
The Spurs are 10 and 25 in their last 35 home games against the spread. That's disgusting. 10 and 25 in their last 35 at home against the spread. I like Golden State in a bounce back spot tonight. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Golden State bounce back spot. All of a sudden, the Warriors are 500 on the season. We've got Orlando and Portland. The Blazers are favored by six, total of 219 and a half. I mean, Orlando, Jesus, they can't play any defense, any no. game to save their lives. The Blazers uh, make the second most threes per game at uh, 16 a game here. So the question is, do you want to look with Lillard? Do you want to go with Gary Trent? I mean, for Lillard, if you want to hit that bet, it's plus money over four and a half, but he's got to hit five in the game. For Trent, they said it at three and a half, plus money on the over. But again, he's got to hit four. Is it going to be much of a contest? Are they going to be firing in the fourth quarter? That's the big question there. I, You won't be finding me backing the Magic. You don't want to know what? I got a crazy number, a crazy stat for you. So the Magic are 7-0 and against the spread, Joe, in their last seven games when they play on two days rest. How stupid no. is it? No, Come it's on. yeah, Buy they're it. just searching Buy for something. Ian, I love the magic tonight. Seven and zero against the spread in the last seven, playing on two days rest. I don't like any props. I don't oh. like any props in this game because, like you said, I have no idea. What I do like Orlando though. It's beat ridiculous. up as they are. That's ridiculous. Uh, a couple more games. Uh, Philly, Sacramento. Want to squeeze these in? Okay, we got Philly and Sacramento. How much are the six favorite Sixers favored? It is five. A total. Of 230. Man, I got to tell you, I, I've been really impressed with what we've seen out of De'Aaron Fox for the Kings this season. No, same here. Same here. We did a, uh, at our radio station, we did like a fantasy draft where you had a certain amount of money to spend. And I went with him as my second pick and everybody crushed me because of the three-point shooting. Now that's improved yeah. a little bit. I've loved him since college, ever since he cooked Lonzo Ball for 40 points in the NCAA tournament. I've been a big fan. Now this is the game that I did get excited about we are talking about the philadelphia 76ers right mm -hmm. this matchup okay I Embiid, Embiid. go ahead I, with your Embiid pick I because i got so excited all right this total is very high 28 and a half points it's a big number but if you look at it man he's topped it six of his last seven games he's going against the kings they've given up the most points in the paint the highest offensive rebounding percentage he's already averaging 29 points per game I did play a uh, feature on Joel Embiid as an MVP, as well as Steph Curry. I could talk about that a little bit later on. I really love Curry, but I'm going over on Embiid's points tonight. I think he hits 30. All right, last game real quick. We've got the Utah Jazz favored by five and a half at home over the Boston Celtics. The Jazz make the most threes in the NBA, 17 per game. They're number one in rebounds per game. So uh, people take take a look at Gobert every single night. Uh, what do you think here? I mean, that's, that's a lot for a pretty good Boston team, get, getting that many points. Yeah, um, I am staying away from fading Utah, if that makes any sense. I'm back in Utah yeah. every single night. In my opinion, right now, they're the best team in the NBA, both offensively and defensively. They're the best three-point shooting team. And another prop I like every single night, until it fails me at least two nights in a row, over over on those rebounds for Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough uh, to go wrong with that one. But sometimes the number's 13 and a half, 14 and a half, and you're sitting there and he's stuck on 13 or 14. Then they pull for the game. I've been there. Uh, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. This is BetQL Daily. Thank you for listening at BetQL Daily on Twitter. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. The Patrick Williams rebounds line, the uh, rookie out of Florida State, is set at five and a half. They just played a back-to-back against Orlando. He had 10 and 7, and against the Knicks, he had 7. So last three games, he's gone over five and a half, and now no marketing and no Carter. I'm going to take Patrick Williams over five and a half rebounds. That is my lightning bet. There's Williams. Well, he continues to be aggressive. Let me get some butter with that roll. Free throw wouldn't go down, but Thaddeus Young comes out with it. Off to Williams. Watch your head. On the BetQL Audio Network. All right, we've got a bunch of lightning bets. I don't even have to ask my co-host today, Ryan Horvat, if he has a bunch of lightning bets because I know the way he wagers, and I heard him talk uh, about all the things he likes in the NBA card. <laughs> so I know he's narrowed it down, and he has some lightning bets that he absolutely loves. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat with you on this Tuesday, BetQL Daily, BetQL Audio Network. We're also checking in with Eli Herskovich. He always has a college play that he loves for us in this segment. Ryan, you're the guest co-host today. Why don't you start us off? First off, how many do you have written down on that piece of paper in front of you? So I have four. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll go through them. I'll go through them nice and quick, though. All, all right. right. We, so that means I'm assuming Eli has one because he always seems to have one. I think we've got eight lightning bets for the people. So uh, and I think they're all going to be different. So go ahead. All right, let's start in the NBA. I'm going to go with the Boston Celtics and Utah Jazz tonight. I like the under 220, opened up 220 and a half. Now at 220 on points bet, Utah, I mean, they've been great on both sides of the ball, but they lead the league this season in defensive effective field goal percentage at 49.8%. They're really good on the glass. They don't really foul a whole lot. And they uh, force the opposing team to take really difficult shots, and they do it with Rudy Gobert being probably the best rim protector in the league. Also, Royce O'Neal is a very good perimeter defender. I like the under in that game. Celtics-Jazz under 220. Moving over to the college game tonight, I like Kentucky minus one, man. I hate going back to the well. I had Kentucky against Tennessee on Saturday, and Kentucky had a 10-point lead, didn't even end up covering. Arkansas opened as a one-point favorite, 92% of the bets or something like that. On Arkansas, a 14-5 and basketball team taking on a 5-12 and Kentucky team. I like Kentucky tonight. And then I also, another team that I hate backing. What's but the, wait, what's the number on the Wildcats? Minus one. Minus one, okay. Minus one, yep. Or you could take the money line. Um, that's juiced. I think I saw minus 20, minus 30 on points bet on that. Uh, but again, Arkansas opened up actually as a one-point favorite. 92% of the bets are on them. And again, I was talking about this with Eli. You know, the public's always going to back Kentucky. Public's always gonna and money's always gonna come in on these blue bloods and Kentucky's been bad, but they well, got sharps five too. Times. Like everyone's right. expecting a bounce back. Everyone right. expected a bounce back against Tennessee over the weekend. Everyone is expecting yeah. a bounce no. back tonight. Now, I'll tell you this: I'd like Kentucky more if Terrence Clark was going to be able to play. He hasn't been on the floor since December, but uh, still, I like Kentucky. And then I'm going with another blue blood tonight. I like Duke. I like Duke minus seven and a half. Notre Dame coming off a heartbreaking loss to Georgia mm-hmm. Tech. Duke's coming off a loss to Carolina, but Duke's won their last seven against Notre Dame. Played them already once, tough this year, beat them by 10. And then uh, for that final bet, 
give me uh, Joel Embiid over 28 and a half points. <laughs> Big number. He's topped it in six of his last seven games. It's going moved to 30, by the way, Ryan. Would you still take it? Oh, 30. Oh, Flat 30? man. 30, I'm staying away. Th- 30, That's I'm staying lot. away. 30, I'm staying yeah. away because I think 28 and a half. I mean, that was pushing it right there. Again, uh, he has topped that in six of his last seven games. You know, He's averaging 29.3 points per game. That's too much much. for me. So instead, let's go with uh, the Warriors to cover the one and a half. We'll go back. (laughs) He had to have four. He had to. Um, Are the the Warriors, uh, what's the number on that one again? Looks like it's one now. It's one. They're getting a point? Yep, you're getting a point. They're one-point dogs. Played San Antonio last night, second night on a back-to-back. And if you watch the end of that game, they they had a shot to tie it. They're down three, nine seconds left on the clock. Uh, they call a timeout. Their after timeout play is a Draymond Green near half-court shot, which he doesn't even hit the rim on. Then they obviously have to foul. Uh, they were plus three and a half last night, so obviously then they foul. Uh, San Antonio hits the two free throws, and they don't end up covering the spread. I like them to bounce back tonight and pick up the victory outright. All right. In the NBA, Horvat likes the Warriors, and he likes Celtics, Jazz, under yes. college, Kentucky, and Duke yep. as favorites. And I do like something in that Golden State game as well. It's just not uh, – I'm not going with a side there. I'm looking at a prop. I mean, Draymond's assists just keep going over and over and over. And I was surprised that I could get it at 7.5. I, I thought they were going to go up to that 8 range. It's a little juiced but not too, too crazy. So if you don't mind that, um, I like Draymond going over on assists. Has he been 15, 15, 10 last oh, yeah. few games? I think he's going to go over again. Uh, so I'm going over seven and a half assists uh, for Draymond. How about another guy with assists? Harden. I just, I'm not quitting him at this point. And we don't have Duran out there. And you can make the, the argument that that actually will hurt him without another scorer on the court. I'm not too concerned about it. I'm going over 10 and a half assists. For James Harden going up against Detroit, hope the game is somewhat competitive so he plays the entire contest. But, uh, yeah, I'll go with Harden. Over 10.5, he is averaging 11.8 assists. And one more for the late game. I'll also go go to the Boston-Utah. You like the under? I'll go to a prop. Now, the Celtics don't give up a lot of threes. Not a ton. But uh, Royce O'Neal is a guy that I've hit hit a bunch with this Mm -hmm. uh, threes need prop and it's back to one and a half. So I'm going to go over one and a half threes for Royce, Royce O'Neal. Uh, the jazz make the most threes in the NBA going up against the seas. I'm a little worried because they do a good job of uh, stopping those corner threes, but I think o- O'Neal will at least get two of them. So I'm going O'Neal over one and a half threes, Harden over 10 and a half assists, Draymond over seven and a half assists. Eli Hershkovich, what you got for lightning bets? All right, so I mentioned West Virginia, Texas Tech. Brought them up earlier when we were breaking down the card for tonight. The best game on the board by far is West Virginia, Texas Tech. If I can get a six, I'll be on West Virginia. I'll probably be on a five and a half. Again, the narrative is Texas Tech lost that game a couple weeks ago to West Virginia, so they're going to bounce back, going to get revenge tonight. They might win this game, but I think West Virginia and their ability to not turn the ball over against a ball pressure defense that plays in no middle. West Virginia can shoot their threes. I don't expect a ton of regression from the three-point shooting tonight. So I'll be on the Mountaineers, whether it's five and a half or six, but I don't think this one gets down to five. So wait until tip, and you could probably get a six 
or some at some point during the day. I want to hit on a couple of games that Ryan mentioned. Kentucky, Arkansas. Wildcats offense is brutal down the stretch. Ryan, you saw that against Tennessee. They were up, like you said, by double digits. They couldn't score. I don't think they had a field goal for like six or seven minutes. No Terrence Clark, not coming back for the rest of the season. Davion Mintz was probably their best player on Saturday. Olivier Saar looked good in the first half, but then, I mean, just took himself out of the game in the second half, got in foul trouble. I, I like their bigs, and they have a size advantage against Arkansas tonight, more physical on the glass too, but Justin Smith healthy for tonight. Sills as well for Arkansas. I am staying away from the Wildcats. I give you props for trying to take Kentucky again, but I am not touching that game with the Hogs and the Cats. And then Notre Dame and uh, Duke is interesting too because if Jalen Johnson plays like he did a couple weeks ago against Clemson, Duke probably blows out Notre Dame again like they did in in uh, the earlier part of conference play back in back a year ago uh, or whatever you know like last year 2020. Right. But if Notre Dame hits their threes, which is where they rely on their shooting uh, the most, they could probably keep this within seven. So I, I like. I guess I lean to both of your bets a little bit, maybe more so with Duke than Notre Dame, but staying away from both. I'm probably going to have a, a bet on Penn State tonight if this line gets up to four. They're at Michigan State. Michigan State has a ton of turnover problems without a true point guard. Linkford, Rocket, Watts are both handling the ball. They are dead last in the Big Ten in turnover percentage, and Penn State has the second highest turnover rate in college basketball. I know the market is high on Penn State right now and a little, a little lower on Michigan State. And you might say, okay, then why is the line minus three and a half for Michigan State? Some people on this show, or at least on, on today's show, might say this line is fishy, but I don't really care. No, nobody on today's show would say that. Right. More so just a shot at the person on yesterday's show. He do you think said, that? Do you think the reason everybody <laughs> loves Penn State is because Michigan State just stinks at home? I mean, they're one in six against the spread in their last seven at home. Yeah, I mean, that more so just reflects on how bad they are overall this season, Ryan. It's a good point. Um, I just think, again, it's just more so about well, Michigan, the full body of work for Michigan State. They don't have a true point guard. They turn the ball over a lot. Rocket Watts really is the biggest variable right now on this team. Joey Hauser hasn't taken that step in terms of development at both ends of the floor. They have the bigs to match up with Penn State. Penn State, one of the better offensive rebounding teams in college basketball. Michigan State struggles on the glass. That could be a big reason why Penn State could keep this uh, thing within a possession. Michigan State with the fourth lowest defensive rebounding rate in Big Ten play. Like I mentioned, Penn State with the highest. So I think a lot of variables line up for Penn State tonight. And if I can get a four, I'll be on the Nittany Lions. Let me ask you one more follow-up really quick because you didn't love, you lean my Duke bet, but you don't love it. Do you feel, Eli, like this is a must-win game for the Blue Devils as far as being on the bubble? I mean, you got a 4-7 and seven Notre Dame team. You still got games against Virginia. They still have Carolina on the schedule and even Louisville that they got to think about. I just think that this is a must-win for Duke. And I think that if Matthew Hurt shows up, I mean, he only had seven points against Carolina – I really like them in this spot because I almost feel like if they lose, there's a good chance they lose. They don't make the tournament. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, you got to win all those games or at least a good chunk of them. That's why Coach K was saying yesterday we need an ACC tournament so Duke can get into the big dance. Man, this team is 73rd in adjusted defensive efficiency on Kempom. They can't defend for a lick. So, I mean, that plays into Notre Dame's hands a little bit. I know Duke has a pretty, pretty good perimeter defense, especially in conference play, but if Notre Dame can control the tempo in that regard, and they're going to get their fair share of three-point looks. So I, I like the bet because I think Jalen Johnson has a big game, didn't play in that first game against Notre Dame, has a pretty good matchup, no real threes or fours that can match up with Johnson 
on this Notre Dame team. But long term for Duke, it's not. I mean, I guess it's a must win, but I don't see them making the tournament regardless of the ACC tournament or down the stretch. So I don't really consider this like, I mean, it is for them, but in terms of the overall big picture, not really for me. All right. Thank you, Eli. Is he done talking? I think he's done. I I think he's done. You hear somebody mention college basketball. He's like, I got to jump in. I've got thoughts on everything that you said. Clear the way. Give me time. Uh, It's a longer segment than what we used to have in Lightning Bets. Uh, Quickly did want to mention that uh, some of the handles coming in for all the legalized states. Nevada led the way with $136.1 million just for the Super Bowl. Jersey, $117.4 million just for the Super Bowl. Illinois was at about in the – Lower 40s, 43 million. So Nevada and New Jersey, the operator win rate was at 9%. Ryan, for Illinois, it was 16.79%. There's a lot of bad bettors here. That's, that's basically the lesson here. A lot of parlays, a lot of bad betters. Right, All right. Ryan, uh, I'll talk to you again on Thursday. Zach Price is going to sit in tomorrow. Plenty of golf and NBA right here on BitQL Daily.